He's in Haiti. But Tom Stammen is here all the way from Minnesota to bring us the word of the Lord. Amen. It's good to see you here where the, it's nice and warm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm from Minnesota. We call it Minnesota. Record snow this year. We're praying for global warming. It's not happening. Trust me. If you're worried about global warming, come to Minnesota. There's only two seasons. Winter and winter's coming. Turn your Bible to the book of Mark, please. The book of Mark, please. Good to see you here today. Mark chapter 10, looking at verse 46. And they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, every preacher's dream, a large crowd. They were leaving the city, and a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. Father, we know there's people out there begging, they're hurting. God, open up our eyes to care. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. There's a large crowd. It's exciting. God is moving. Wow! Lots of people. There's probably senators there. There's athletes there. There's business people there. There's good-looking people there. And there's a blind guy there. Isn't that something in this mass group of people? Jesus notices the blind guy. If there was one word to describe you, how would people describe you? The happy person, the successful person, the good-looking person, the person that used to have hair. I mean, how would people describe you? How many don't want to be described as that blind guy? Hi, I'm Tom. You probably don't know me. I'm the guy in the wheelchair. Hi, I'm Bob. You probably don't know me. I'm the guy that can't hear. Hi, I'm, I'm the poor guy. Hi, I'm this. Hi, I'm that. But you know what? God doesn't look at handicap. God looks at the heart in Jesus' name. And the, the, the message that God has in this short time together is every single person is important. Amen. But sometimes we don't notice people. So what God has always put on my heart at every meeting I do, if people want to get prayed for, I pray over every single person, unless there's a snowstorm or ice storm, which happens. You got to get home and not get killed on the way home. I pray for every person because everybody is important in the church. So when we see people, let's not see handicap or color hair or ethnic group. Let's just see someone who has either Jesus in them or is going to have Jesus in them. Amen. When I was in junior high, I used to ride the junior high bus. That was the bus from hell. Sometimes I rode the short bus when I felt special. And so there's a lady who would come on our bus. Her name was Marilyn, and she was probably the ugliest girl in school. Like greasy hair, weird glasses, poor, didn't smell good. I mean, she's the kind of kid that had no friends her whole life. So you know how kids are in junior high, you know. And she's walking to sit down. Nobody let her sit. Every day it was a hell for her. And one day a kid walked up and went, <laughs> and spit right in her hair. I was like this far away. And I wasn't a Christian, but I wasn't like those people. And, of course, the whole bus, when you were there, they all laughed. And I saw her cry. She fought the tears. And I wanted to walk up and give that guy the fivefold ministry. But I just sat there and did nothing. I was guilty as everyone who laughed. Because I did nothing. She's just a, a poor girl. Just a hurting person. We were in Honduras and some people came to volunteer. They were wealthier people. And after a while they wanted to get paid. And 
my sister-in-law said, we don't have money to pay people. We're trying to help the poor. And so the two rich ladies got together and cornered my sister-in-law and said, why do you give away all, those mon- all that money to those garbage people? They just live in the garbage anyway. I wish I would have been there. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't in Jesus' name. Just, just a blind person. Just, just a poor person. Just a nobody. What I like about this church is everybody's important. And if you don't like that, you either need to change your heart or maybe go somewhere where, you know, if it rained, everybody drown. People are snooty tooties. This is a church that doesn't put people in categories. Everybody's important. I want you to look at your neighbor saying, neighbor, come on, say, neighbor, I love you. Look at another neighbor saying, neighbor, you cute. You, sh- you shouldn't be laughing when you tell somebody they're cute. Amen. All right. Now, as I preach, I stop in the minute and have what's called a Holy Ghost commercial. I get a chance to pray and prophesy over people. The reason why I do that in the middle of the service is so you don't fall asleep. If you do, you will get a prophecy. If you try to sneak out of here, I've hired part-time mafia Christians from Chicago. We call it sloppy agape. So if I call you out, don't have a heart attack. I don't want to raise you from the dead so early in the meeting. I'm going to start with this young man here. Come up here. I'm talking to you. And the lady next to you is your wife? Is it legal to get married that young? Okay, come stand by your man. Stand by your man. It could be a song. Thanks for singing. Amen. A couple guys want to stand up here? Stretch forth your hands, and here we go. What I saw when I walked in, I saw you up on the stage someday. He's a character. He is funny. He can work with youth. He's an entertainer. You don't need TV. You have him. How many kids do you have? Five. Yeah, exactly right. He's fun and bubbly. He's got a call to evangelize and reach out to people and be a world changer in Jesus' name. I can see you someday adopting a kid. Wouldn't that be interesting? You can have a permanent tan. Thank you, Jesus. You're just like, where'd you get that kid? Well, long story. Adoption, amen. And they got that heart to impact the world. God, prosper him and disciple him to change his world in Jesus' name. Was that good? That'll work. That'll... In Jesus' name. Amen. He was a blind man. His name was Bartimaeus. Everybody has a name. Everybody is important. That's one of the words I had for the church. As I see a wall of the people that attend the church with a picture and your name underneath it. Because how many here can't remember half the people in the church's names? Hey, brother. Hey, sister. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, do you forget people's name? Are people important around you? Even enough to remember details. I, I see a time coming, because you, you always like to pray here, that, that once a year your family gets to get honored in the church and get prayed for. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Everybody's important. Bartimaeus is important. Son of Timaeus. He was sitting along the roadside begging. How many have ever been desperate? Raise your hand. How many have ever been poor? Raise your hand. Silver and gold had you none. When I was a kid, I used to have high waters. People say, waiting for a flood? No, we live on top of a high hill. Why do you ask? 
I used to drive when I was a youth pastor. I had a revival car. It caused revival wherever I drive it. Praise God we don't have a car like that. <laughs> Air conditioning in the winter. Heat in the summer. It was awesome. You could run into mailboxes and it didn't matter. <laughs> Get back up into snowbanks. Bang! <laughs> Time to go forward. It was awesome. Rain inside. It was awesome. How many have been poor? Raise your hand. How many have been broke? How many here at one time? You were desperate for God. God, I need you. Help me. Haiti's poorest country, this side of the earth. Our missionary there is doing great. Thank you, Jesus. His orphanage didn't collapse. His church didn't collapse. Thank you, Jesus. Honduras, second poorest country. This countries, when disasters hit, they don't get mad at the government sitting at the Superdome in New Orleans. They just die. They don't do something. A little girl was crying out, Udeme, 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 in the middle of the night. Mom wakes up. Where's husband? Where's my husband? Little girl's crying out, Udeme, Mommy. Mom walks in the bedroom, and there's dad on top of the three-year-old. Udeme, Mommy. What do you do with a guy like that? The government doesn't prosecute him. They don't have enough money to do it. So my sister-in-law, ex-federal judge, we pay her to take people like that and put them in jail, and they can have a boyfriend. Thank you, God. A vengeance. As far as I'm concerned, he can sing soprano. But anyways, um, hurting a little three-year-old daughter. What's wrong with you, dude? Do you even have a brain? Unime. That's what the church is all about. That's when the church shines the brightest. It's when the tsunami hits. It's when Hurricane Mitch hits. It's when the earthquakes hit. It's when Katrina hits. We rise up and say, we care. We love people. We're going to reach out. Help me. And the church is there. You don't see all the Muslims helping out. How many can say, thank you, Jesus? They're trying to be the peaceful religion. If you're stupid, okay, right? You see Christians rising up and helping people. So I want that's very deep. You've got to read into that. Okay. I want to ask you this. Who do you have a heart to help? Who do you know in your life saying, help me? It's not just overseas. Talking to some parents. These people come to my meetings. I do home meetings for them. They said, we don't know what to do. Our grandkids are being abused. And the little guy is being locked in a closet all day long. And he'll wet his pants and he'll beat him for wetting his pants. Well, he's in the closet all day. We don't know what to do. We can't call the police because they know it's from us. I said, give me their name and address. And within two minutes, I was on the phone saying, there's child abuse, la, 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 la. And the police were there in ten minutes. And they knocked on the door. And the dad answered the door. And, oh, my gosh, honey, the police are here. And the little boy, they could hear screaming in his closet, let me out of here. I'm, I'm afraid. I've I got to go to the bath. Let me out of here. And the police walked in and got custody of the kids. And you know in two weeks, do you know where they'd want to put them right back? Right back in that home. And the grandparents had to hire a lawyer. But you know who got the free lawyer? The child abusers. They get the free lawyer and the good people got to pay. Welcome to America. There's something wrong with that. See, I'm believing this. If God has blessed you, I hope a lot of Christians get into foster care. 
So that's why I pray God prosper you and bless you. And if you can't, you're at age, you can't do that. Or you have 10 kids and you can't do that. You know, support somebody else that does that in Jesus' name. This church is a place of rescue. God is a refuge. But I want to tell you something, friends. God wraps his arms around us, but he uses people. It's not this feeling, oh, God's here. Yeah, if you're a Christian and you're deep into God, you feel it. But if you're a human, you don't know God, you can't feel those arms. It's the church. It's the bride of Christ. It has to rise and say, I'm the flesh. God in me. I'm going to hug these kids and love them. These four little kids are sitting on my lap. And Andrea is saying, take kid, old puppy. I love you, puppy. Four of them. So hurt by their dad, brother, and uncle, they can never have babies. Ever. Oldest girl, nine. Youngest, four. What are you going to say when they're teenagers? All the other girls are, but they never will because they were hurt. And the memories they have of a man. Take you, puppy. That's when the church rises up and says, Come on, Barnabas. I hear you cry. I hear your voice. I want to be the solution. I want to be the answer. I want to tell you something. Don't just send your money. Go to one of these places. Reach out and touch them. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words, but an experience is worth a thousand pictures. When you're there and you hug them, and it's not just a ploy to get money. You're making an eternal difference in the life of a child. Because that child could be you. That child might have been you. Wouldn't it have been nice if someone came beside and said, sorry, what happened? I'm there. Jesus has sent me to love you and wrap you in my arms so you can feel the love of God. That's what this church is all about, friends. It's cutting edge, but it's a cutting edge of love and caring in Jesus' name. Are you ready, brother? Come on up here, man. You ready to change the world? Great call of God in his life. Amen. Now when you prophesy, it's easy to check the outside. Stand by your, your daughter or your wife. Good. Uh, she likes that. And, okay, I fluff a little bit. But anyways, um, but this guy here on the outside, he's tough, he's strong, he's a man's man. She loves squeezing his bicep. Is that true? Yes. He even give the wah in the mirror. Oh, disgusting. But anyways, okay. But in his heart, he loves people. In his heart, I'm going to make a difference. In his heart, there's a pastor. I don't care if he preaches. I'm talking about that shepherd's heart. I care. Give me those kids. He's a protector. He cares. Come to daddy. He'll be a coach. He'll do what it takes. Yes, he's going to work hard. Yes, he's going to be successful. Yes, I believe he's going to be a millionaire. Thank you, Jesus. But better than that, he's going to change the world one child at a time. I see you guys having a mega house. Big! Hope you don't have a problem with that. And big! And bringing in kids and youth groups. Come on over. Just have some fun. Because he brings joy to people. He cares for people. His heart breaks for people. God's done such a miracle in his life. And it's exciting. He's going to go overseas. He's got a passport. Then you got to swim really good then. <laughs> Paddle tube. But it's easier to get a passport still. In Jesus' name, take him to the nations in Jesus' name. And amen, God. You called him to.
today. You've been wondering, God, are you call me? He called you. He called you. Doesn't mean you quit your job. Doesn't mean to quit your business. It just means, no, we are God-focused. Amen. Give him a huge business. Big trucks, God. Amen. God, big trailers in Jesus' name to change the world in Jesus' name. Give Jesus a hand. Amen. He's at the roadside begging, begging. When he heard it was Jesus, he began to shout. That's one thing about your wife, Pastor Alan. I have a feeling she knows how to do a little shouting. Just a little bit. Oh, that'll work. <laughs> how many here can do a little shouting? Yeah. So the Minnesota Vikings have a new hymn. Do you mind if I sing it to you? On a hill far away stood an old quarterback. Stop with the football. It's time to talk about Jesus. He's shouting, Jesus! Wow! Wow! Everything in him is shouting. He's had a miserable life. He's been broke and poor. You know how embarrassing it is for a man to beg? Sometimes you see ladies begging, kids begging, but for a grown-up man to have to beg, he's got to kill a guy. He's begging. I'm a nothing. I can't provide for my family. Help me. I just want to die. I have no purpose in life anyway. You can imagine the thought patterns. All of a sudden, the healer's here. I've heard he can open the blind eyes. Oh, God, help me. Jesus. How about you? You ever been desperate enough to shout? You ever cry out to God? See, one reason why I call out guys for, for prophecy is because they usually don't want to come up. They'll suffer and I don't need help. That's why the children of Israel got lost in the desert for 40 years. Because even back then, back then men would not ask for direction. Sure, that last night. Stubborn, I don't need prayer. I can do it. I can do it. See, and that's why we suffer more. See, but he was shouting. But the crowd said, the crowd said, we'll talk about that in a second. Time for commercial. Let's get the kid in the red shirt there. Come on, dude, I'm talking to you. Quickly before the rapture. <laughs> his kid, I don't know if your his parents are here. Yeah, and the tie. Bring all your ties in the storehouse. Come up here. And this kid here, he is funny. He is hilarious, and he likes girls. Yeah. Well, all I can say is, thank God for that. This is America. So, God, I pray for him not to get bored in church. You would never get bored in church, would you? Mm -mm. You would never lie to a prophet in front of the whole church, would you? Mm -mm. We got to go to church. He is entertaining and fun. And God let him study. I'm praying for him to get a scholarship. I'm praying for him to study more than he plays video games. But there's gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to like me after this one. But there's going to be a time limit. You can study an hour. If, you can play video games for an hour if you study an hour. And read his Bible every day. This is exciting. So God pray you speak to him. And he's going to like to go fast. Speed will be your middle name. Don't get a lot of tickets. Amen. That's spreading the wealth. Okay. 
So God, I pray for him to be obedient and mighty, that no matter what, he knows mom and dad are watching him in Jesus' name. Let him be a helper. And I see him get involved in the youth group, Lord Jesus. Let him enjoy it and meet lots of friends. And praying for him to set a standard and an example. If you ever get sneaky, your mom knows almost everything. She'll check your drawers. If you go to a friend's house on Friday night, she'll want to know the address so she can check on you. I know nothing will happen. But if you ever get tempted, just know, mom knows. Amen. Is that right? Isn't that great? Amen. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Give him a hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo! All right. Here we go. What are you laughing at, guy with the Denver shirt? Get up here. Come on, I'm talking to you. Now, I got to get him before he runs out of here because he's going to try to skedaddle. All right, here we go. You got a relative back there? Her. Well, who's her? Grandma. Grandma. Well, I thought it was your mother there. She looks... Okay, here we go. All right. A couple guys. This guy is fun. He's going to be a great sports star in Jesus' name. Likes to show off a little bit too, like, wah. <laughs> Amen. I did it. I mean, he's not really bragging. He's kind of giving God the glory, kind of. <laughs> but God, I pray for him to know he's loved here in Jesus' name. I pray for some men. You ever, you ever been fishing, catch a big fish? Would you like to? I see a man in the church, godly man, say, I'll take you out in my boat. Amen. Take you out to catch some big fish, man. We're going to fish until we catch something. Amen. So prepare to be a godly young man. I know the girls think you're cute. I, I, I hope not too much. But i got to pray for this man to be a man of integrity. To imagine every time you're on a date, there's a video camera watching you. This is awesome. Ah, and Pastor Allen will be evaluating the tape. Wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah, on a date, every date, maybe showing up on, you know, Sunday morning service. Wouldn't that be cool? Amen. <laughs> you just lost five pounds, dude. You're sweating, man. <laughs> and I just pray that you'll come to church and be involved on the worship team. Amen. You can play an instrument. You can dance. You love to dance. But I have a feeling, I could be wrong, I wasn't watching you during the service, that you weren't doing a whole lot of dancing in the back row. Not really. I think you're kind of sitting like, mm. I'll come to church and make Grandma happy because I'm hungry for lunch. <laughs> right? Amen. <laughs> How long, Grandma's going to last? What are we going to eat afterwards? <laughs> so from now on, the teenagers are not allowed in the back row unless you're sitting by Grandma. You sitting by Grandma back there? Okay, that's okay then. From now on, God, I pray for this man to be a worshiper, to play an instrument, to love God, and he needs to go on a missions trip. That'll change his life. In fact, someone here, I believe someone here will pay your way if you go. If you don't know where to go, come with us. We're going on four trips. We'd love to take you. Because you know what? Kids will think you're cool. Stay away from the girls, though. All right, give him a hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> There's something, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me. And it says, and many, many believers did what? We'll talk about that in a second. By the way, I have some friends here. Brother Munch, want to stand up and introduce your wife? And they are from North Carolina. Where I will be next week. And he's originally from Honduras. We're working together with him in Honduras uh, in, in orphanages. So can you give him a hand for coming to here today? <laughs> Amen. 
And it says, and many rebuked him. They're crying out to God. I want to tell you something, friends. There's a lot of smoky bears that attend church. And they want to put out your fire. You ever been to a church where they say, you're a little bit too excited? <laughs> Ever been to a church where you raise their hand and they think you have a question? <laughs> Ever been to a church where you clap and they think the service is over or it's bingo week? <laughs> Ever tried to, oh, can't do that in this church. The Frozen Chosen in Dallas. Ever been to that church? The dead in Christ will go to heaven first because they well, will rise first. But anyways, um, the people... Try to stop the fire of God. Well, this is not a church where the fire is going to stop. This is a church that if you want to do a little shouting, in order, of course, you want to worship God, you can go ahead and do that in Jesus' name. That's all decently and in order. Amen. You'll start dancing right now, hopefully. Okay. There's a time to do it and a time not to do it. But God, I just pray this church would never tell someone to be quiet because they're desperate for God. So I'm believing for there to be revival among the young people. How many can say amen? I'm believing for that in Jesus' name. I would like to see you take them to your retreat center down in San Antonio. Have fun. Have revival. I can see that happening. How many want that to happen in Jesus' name? And how many know kids might get out of line just a little bit? Don't put out their fire. Do you know who the number one worshiping person was today? In my Tom Salmon understanding opinion, was their little kid. Who's that cute little princess? Where did she go anyway? I was going to prophesy over her. Okay, we can argue. She, would you see her worshiping? Amen. Now, I know many of us do that in our brain. Yeah. How many know that would probably put us... Well, we'd probably meet the chiropractor next day if we actually did that. <laughs> when you see kids get on fire and it gets a little bit wildfire, don't put it out. Direct it. Every kid gets on fire for God if they get back from Bible camp. It might only last one week, but it lasted. It was a seed. I was talking to a pastor's wife in Florida. I said, why do you have me come preach? you got the biggest prophetic training center 20 minutes down the road in Destin, Florida. Why do you have me come and pay my hotel and airfare? And the pastor's wife said, because you pray for the children. I said, well, mean the other prophets that you have don't pray for the children? Never. I said, why don't they pray for the children? What do you think? Why? They don't say it again. I hate to say it. And they don't tithe. They don't give, so why prophesy over the kids? So I've been in prophetic meetings. Six people get called out. The pastor's wife, a leader, and three rich people. And I never get called out. I must have the word dork over me. <laughs> right? That's why we're having a service when? Tonight. Shout it. Six o'clock tonight. Do you know why? Say it. I'll stay here until the very end. Because God has a word for every person. I wish I could just stop right now and go right down the road. Because God is wanting to talk to you, amen. Because he loves you. 
He's not saying, be quiet. Some of you have a hunger. I want to hear from God. I want a confirmation. God, speak to me. I've had ministers say, ah, people just come to get words. They're word chasers. What's a whole lot better than being a beer chaser? A whole lot better than chasing wacky tobacco. I think you're going to word. So what? It's biblically based. We're worshiping God. Who's prophecy? Yes, it's in the Bible. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I get frustrated with people. That fivefold ministry keeps rising up. <laughs> I don't follow through. It's just a thought. Okay. Are you ready, guy in the blue shirt? Talking to you, real quick. I got a time limit on this service. I can go forever and ever. Amen. By the way, do you notice the worship leader's voice sounds a little bit like Randy Travis? I thought I saw Randy up there for a moment. Oh, no, that's, that's Josh. Okay. Not Josh Turner. I'm Josh with the other guy. Okay. Stretch with your hands and here we go. See, God, I pray for this man to begin to think impact man. I pray for this man to think if the whole church was like me, what would it be like? I pray for this man, God, you, he studies to show himself approved unto you. He's going to succeed. And this is your... And she speaks and you can do it. She will volunteer you to do things you don't want to do. This is awesome. We're going to church tonight at 6 o'clock. I already put in my hour. Isn't that enough? We're going to clean the church. Clean the church? I'd rather go hunting. You're not going to sit and play video games because I look cute. How do I look? She, oh, you're not, you're not going to let me know. She has a right to, to turn off the TV whenever she wants. <laughs> That's a Song of Solomon prophecy. None of your business. Dude, you're really sweating on that one, man. Your face turned yeah. red too. Amen. But see, what God showed me as I was worshiping, He showed me about you. You haven't experienced the fun, the joy of really serving God. I mean, you're serving God. You're a Christian. I'm talking about really getting into it. You know, you want something done in the church? You always ask the busiest person. Brother Greg and his wife are really busy in their business, but they take the time out, but there's joy. And you're going to have joy serving God. God, I pray for this couple to be that dynamic duo in the church. The Batman and Robin, amen, and he's the Batman, amen. So I pray for them to enjoy it. I see him work with kids. It's kind of cool, yeah. I like me. Amen. Kids are going to love this guy. I see him going hunting too. And I'm praying someday that your reward for serving God is not just eternal life and things way in the future. His reward is a cabin in the woods. <laughs> Amen. Log cabin. If you want to go hunting, you just roll up the window and go, bang, time for supper. <laughs> you like that prophecy? Yeah. It's not going to happen right away. You're kind of young yet. Don't make a lot of money. But one day, if you will seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, that will be added to you. Not right away. Because you've got a lot of work to do first. Knuckle. Give him a hand. Amen. Okay. Sister Loud, I want you to pick one person. I'm going to do one more point, and I've got to quit. Just, just kind of look out the circle. Don't pick them right yet, but it's going to get in your mind. I want to share one point. Let's go back to the Word of God. This is a whole sermon. I'm cutting it way back. It says this. When he shouted, it says, Jesus stopped and asked him a question. Take care of this. What do you want? Jesus! Stop. There's thousands of people. Stop. 
Jesus. Hold on. It's the blind guy. That everybody's been, everybody's been telling him, Callate la boca. Shut up. Silencio. Hold. Stop, guys. Hold on. There's that, I want that guy right there. Bring him up here. Can you imagine? There may be five, ten, twenty thousand people. And he stops the meeting and says, Bring up the blind guy. And he asks him a question. The God of the universe inside of Jesus, God in human flesh says, what do you want? What do you want? I just want to see you. I just want to see. I can't see. Heal me. Please. There's a little boy in our orphanage. He's got a little problem. He's got club feet. If you don't know what this is, when they, they walk like this. Because their feet are in like this. In our country, he's good surgery and a couple years you're okay. But in Honduras, if you don't have the money, you don't get it done. It's not an emergency. He's walking like this. He said, sit over Christmas to my sister. He says, I just, I just want to play soccer. I want to wear normal shoes. I don't like these shoes. Everybody laughs at me. I'm going to believe Jesus that I can wear normal shoes. And they prayed over Christmas. And on the day, Jesus' name, be healed. And he woke up the next day. Look! And it's in our next month's newsletter. His feet were healed. They were straight. He said, I can walk. I can walk. And Jesus is saying that for us today. What do you want? I just want my kid to come to God. I just want my cancer to go away. I just want a job. I want to get married someday. I want, I want to build an orphanage. I, I want to help people. I want to fulfill my destiny. That if you hadn't shouted out, you wouldn't care what anybody said. And if everybody around you said, Callate la boca, shut up. You say, I don't care what you say. Jesus, I want to see. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, kid. <laughs> Always a kid that steals the show. <laughs> Who'd you pick, sis? That's okay. Both of you, okay. You got a family member? Come stand by. Are you ready? Stretch forth your hands. Let's pray for her. Amen. She's come a long way. Amen. All hell was fighting her. There were chains wrapped around you. And who's the couple sitting behind you? Brother and sister? Uh, this is my brother and sister. There you go. And they prayed for you. And Jesus got a hold of your life. And the compassion and what it is in her heart, I can see this. She hates injustice. She hates when kids get abused and neglected. You're going to be a child rescuer. Or they'll say, I never had a mommy. 
But that one lady, when I was a teenager, and I was 12 or 13, when I was told by my daddy, I'm not your real daddy. When I found out, I had a bad flashback memory what that person did to me. She was there. She rescued me. And all the why questions you've had just won't matter anymore. So God, I pray you help her deliver people and strengthen people in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for her to have her own business in Jesus' name. She's more flexibility. She can sell and she can talk. Ah, blah, 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 blah. So raise her up, God, to speak into people that have no hope. They want to die. For God's called you to rescue people that have anorexia. To rescue people that want to die, that are suicidal, that are cutters. You set them free. No, no. Somebody loved me. Before I met Jesus in the Spirit, I saw Jesus in the human body. And that was you. No wonder the devil fought you. But he lost. And Jesus won. Amen. Is that good? Amen. All right. Men of God, come st- stand by him. My brother, a couple of you guys over there, jump up here. Here we go. This guy's ready to change the city in Jesus' name. Gutsy. He's cool. You ever notice him? Jesus is the answer. I'm glad you stood up, man. Because you two are going to work together. I was going to call you up, but we ran out of time. I know. I mean, you should be in a band. But anyways, um, he's going to sing and stir up young people, God, to change the world. Mission trips twice a year. One in the country, at least, one outside the country. He's going to go forward in Jesus' name. Protect him from evil people to pull him down in Jesus' name. God, he's a God sent in Jesus' name. God's going to give you success, but not enough to let it go to your head. There's going to be like a, like, you're going to have at least one or two adversaries. Keeps you humble. Thank you. You married or single? Well, that's why you need adversaries to keep you humble. When you get married, you don't need it. Your wife can help you. Amen. <laughs> Every wife can keep a man humble. How many men would agree? Not that much of a man. Shape up. Okay. So let him write songs, hymns, and spiritual songs in Jesus' name. Let him raise up the God young people to change the world. In fact, I see a youth group. You could call it world changers, world shakers in Jesus' name. Yeah, they're going to have fun. They're going to have the funnest group, God. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus, this man will train up disciples in Jesus' name. People committed. I see him doing weddings someday. Lots of them. I pray, God, that his impact will be worldwide. That kids will be scattered throughout the earth. I pray this God church could be tied into a YWAM base. In Jesus' name, amen, my friend, Reverend. Give him a hand, Reverend Shane. Amen. Amen. Oh, this is cool. You guys are going to have all kinds of things on YouTube and Twitter and all the other goofy programs out there that I've never been on. Okay. Well, i got to quit. Bow your head, shut your eyes. I'll fall into the alligator pit if I don't quit right now. I want to ask you a question. If you died today, listen carefully. Thank you, young kid. <laughs> I like that kid. He likes my sermon. If you died today, think about this now, folks. Concentrate. Where would you go? Hey, we've all sinned. We've all done wrong. And you need Jesus. Friends, don't go to hell. You don't have to go to hell. Christ died for you. The, the Son of God paid the price. So you can live forever. If you, cho- if you go to hell, it's your choice. And all the Christians are praying right now that you will raise your hand in just another 30 seconds and give your life to Jesus. 
Maybe you did it one time and you walked away from God. But this morning, it's your opportunity. We're praying you raise your hand. Don't be stubborn. Don't say, in the future. You might not have a future. This could be the last day of the, of the rest of your life. Do you need to give your life to God? If you do on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand as high as you can and give your life to God. Jesus is saying, Kietis, what do you want? Bartimaeus first said, I want mercy. If you need Jesus on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. Give your life to Christ to wash away your sins. Are you ready? One, two, three. Raise your hand as high as you can to give your life to Jesus. Raise it up there as high as you can so I can see your hands. Raise them up there. Okay, we got one little child. Anybody else? Oh, there's, yes. Another young person back there, number two. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Two young people. Cool. Put your hands on your heart. Let's pray. Some of you should have raised your hand, by the way. There's about five of you. But let's pray right now. Everybody say, Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Come in my heart. Wash away my sins. I believe in Jesus. Jesus is Lord. He died for me. He rose from the dead. And He's coming back. Thank you, Jesus, for eternal life by faith. Can you give Jesus a hand? Amen. Amen. All right. You want to get that video quick here?